Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for a radio audience here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in through our online affiliates around the world. We appreciate you all being with us as well. For anyone that has ever lost anyone, ever gone through any type of tragedy or challenge in life, I think our next guest will not only motivate and inspire you, but also remind you of what's possible. We're excited to welcome Melody Smith and Kim Jockel to our program today, they, along with their brother Jim, have written a book called Safe Landing, a family's journey following the crash of American Airlines Flight 191. We'll talk to both Melody and Kim, not only about the writing of the book, but also their lives, what it's been like for them to be able to keep moving forward, to keep the memory of their parents alive, but also to remind us all of what we can do in life as well. If you all are just now hearing about the book, I'll remind you how you can get your own copy of it. But Kim, Melody, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We're pleased to be here. Well, your brother Jim is not with us here for this chat, but I want to reference something that he actually said in Safe Landing, and that is crediting the two of you uh, for being able to bring so much documentation, so many memories to this project. So, Kim, I want to start with you. I mean, what has it been like for you now that the book is out, uh, to be able to share your family's story with the world and to feel the connections being made? Well, there's just been so many connections made. One, <clears throat> this book, which really is uh, the result, we put together a family book of just all the documents and our story for our family. And because of that book that we put together, we continued to write, and this is how the Public Safe Landing book came to be. And it's been, um, we've heard from so many people that from those who've lost people on aero crashes, personal friends that didn't even realize what we were going through uh, 40 years ago. And um, it has been really a journey. Melody, what about for yourself? What has the experience been like for you to be able to, not only to tell your story, but also to feel how your story is resonating with others? Um, I really feel I, I'm the matriarch of this family, and uh, that really got I, that all started really when mom and dad died, and my mother wrote a letter to me four months prior to them getting on the plane, um, and her story to me was that she knew she couldn't forever get us all together. And when she was no longer able to do that, she wanted her firstborn to definitely get the family together, not just for the fun of it, but for the love of it. And I have to tell you that I feel that that has been my mission through these 40-some years, and it was very difficult in the beginning. Uh, But that is what kept our family all together to continue to celebrate what we called in our family Red Letter Days, which was all kinds of celebrations, birthdays, anniversaries, even when life would throw you curveballs. And so um, it's been wonderful that we decided long ago that we needed to write this book for our family, and now 
all of our friends and other people, friends of friends, are telling us how it's helped them in some of their darkest moments. So, you know, that's very heartwarming. We were, right. Yeah. And in fact, Cyrus, I'm right now in touch with a woman uh, connected to another bad air disaster that also occurred in the 70s and said, reading your book, she said, it's my story. It's, you know, there was, at the time of the crash, there was, in the 70s, there was no laws in place that there should be a gathering of people who lose somebody, that there should be a memorial built, that there should be grief counselors. There was no such thing as that. And so for us writing this 40 years after the fact, she's right now planning a 50th anniversary for their crash, and they are all going to come together for the first time in 50 years where we kind of tried to begin to find people 25 years after to gather people. So I think it's a unique story, not only how you kind of memorialize and remember, but also how you move forward in life and honor those lives lost. Such a great point. And Melody, I want to stay with you for a second because, and I don't want to dwell on this part, but I think it's important for our audience to know, and once they read the book, they'll see. But with Safe Landing, after the tragedy that happened, unfortunately, um, there were things that kind of compounded the grief, I think, um, from what you all chronicle, and that is, you know, the the lack of urgency to do what was expected, especially from the airlines when it came to making sure these individuals were not forgotten, they they were memorialized. What was that like for you to reflect on? Because you you all share letters in the book as well about this struggle. I mean, something no family should have to go through, quite frankly. But however, yeah. does it surprise you, Melody, that we're still hearing stories like that in 2022, people still having those same fights? Uh, you mean people that uh, had loved ones lost on flight 191? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. right. I mean, um, yeah, I, I think because none of us were able, you, you don't realize the importance of at, at the time of loss for everyone to get together and share that. It's not going to be an immediate fix, but it does give you recognition that, yes, this loss has happened and loss is part of life, but it's really what do you make happen after that loss that gives you life meaning. And so um, when Kim and I started meeting people, we, we realized what we had gone through, but found it really surprising in some ways how people still had not come to grips with their loss because again, it was not recognized. And, you know, even American Airlines, uh, 24 years after the crash, when we, you know, uh, tried to make contact with them to get a manifest, because we had no list other than newspapers from 25 years ago. You know, they then said, well, the, the manifest is going to come out on the 25th anniversary, which was gonna be no good to us. And really, it was because of our contact with Michael Lux, who was the son of Walter Lux, the pilot, and his connections with American Airlines that got us our first list of all 273 names. They had never been all listed together, and they were never really listed together accurately. And so that was a real 
positive at the 25th that we had 273 names because our parents' names were never accurately listed. The last names were listed, uh, <clears throat> so we were thankful for that, but they were not part of a big main list. Sometimes in the paper you would only see about 150-some people, and at some point they were even told a little more. So anyway, in regards to healing, yes, it was important for us to get together, and it continues to be that. My sister is in charge of a Facebook, Friends and Family of Flight 191, and she continually hears from new people that find our site. Yeah, you go ahead. Well, and they find us and they find me and our group and, um, you know, they've never met anyone that, is, that shares. We all share collectively in a really bad moment. So the worst 31, you know, bad 31 seconds of our lives. And we are all connected forever to that moment. And, um, and once you meet somebody else that shares and can understand and kind of can share each other what they were doing that day. And our parents and who our parents died with were 272 other individuals. So, uh, and we all share that commonality. And again, that's where that bond is so strong. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We have Kim Jockle as well as Melody Smith joining us. There are two of the siblings that have written the book, Safe Landing a family's journey following the crash of American Airlines Flight 191. They wrote the book with their brother Jim. We're going to remind you, you can get your own copy of the book. It's published by Long Overdue Books. So, you know, as we're kind of having this conversation, uh, Kim, and thinking about this book, thinking about your parents, thinking about that tragedy, I want to talk about, again, the honesty in the book about moving forward. Because, again, I mentioned in my introduction, all of us have gone through loss, especially over the past couple of years. Our lives have definitely been changed. All of us have been impacted by something. Talk to us about what keeps you going. What keeps you going today, Kim? What has kept me going, and, of course, when you when you read the book, I'm, I'm the one of the three siblings that spent quality time uh, in therapy dealing with the loss. I was the youngest. I was still living at home. Um, but continually, continuously throughout my life, it's been the inner voices. It's been that inner voice that has driven me. And when we presented our first book to our family with all the documents, I said that inner voice has really served me well. And my advice was to always listen to that inner voice because it was kind of like, I would say, the gnawing voice of my mother in my ear saying, you know, there was nothing ever done. There was no memorial. You've got to do this. Um, and you would ignore it and you would try to do other things, but you kind of, it was that re recurring thought. And for me, <clears throat> now it's, I feel it's, it's our, one of my purpose, even with the Facebook group, is to be there. I mean, it's something you start, you can't walk away from. So if somebody says, I lost my dad on Flight 191, and I have not been to any of the gatherings, I will take the time to take a picture of their loved one's brick. I will take time to mail them programs or whatever, so that they start to begin to heal, to realize that their loved one was not forgotten. And so it's always that inner voice to me that says, okay, you were, this was kind of the journey you once we set out on this journey, it had so many twists and turns, 
And of course, it ends with an unbelievable ending um, at the school that I taught at, um, where Flight 191 is never forgotten uh, because of Decatur Classical School. Melody, what about for yourself? What is it that keeps you going? Well, as I think I've already stated, for me it's been family and getting the family together. And as I said, my mom gave me that letter, and I thought that was something I was going to have to worry about about 30 years from then. And it happened four months later. And the beginning was difficult. It was kind of daunting when I think I had the first Thanksgiving with my husband and the family, and I all of a sudden realized, well, this is me, you know. And so I quickly learned that I would invite them, but I wasn't my mom, so I couldn't take her place. And we continued to get together. And that was really, to me, what was key as a family to move ahead. Um, another decision, and kind of along that same vein, is a family, we decided not to file a lawsuit with uh, American Airlines. We decided to settle. And I think that was the beginning of us also healing and moving forward with our life and not focusing on those 31 seconds. And so, um, you know, we will forever feel the loss of our parents, but we have continued to move on as a family and had, you know, wonderful lives. And uh, that's why we did this book, too, so that our family our grand, the grandchildren of our parents and the great-grandchildren of our parents would understand where we all come from because of this impact to our lives. And I think it's an impact that so many people can relate to. And and I think as as I'm reading the book and reflecting on it now, having the privilege of speaking with the two of you, you know, I, I do believe that there are so many great reminders. And one, of course, is to appreciate what we have, the preciousness of life, how quickly life can change. Talk to us about that, Kim. I mean, have you felt like the events of your life, the, lo the loss of your parents and, and all that's happened, um, is one of the things that deepens your own appreciation for life. Oh, absolutely. Every day. It can change on a dime uh, in, a, in a moment. And um, I kind of just go with the flow and, and try to do my best every day and put my best foot forward because it can. And I think that's what we said to our, our own family and to be there for each other. You know, life can be, you know, it, it's not always great. And it's the love that keeps us together as a family, whether it's sickness, whether it's loss of life, whatever, you know, loss of a job, that family is always there for each other. And I think when Melody touched about, you know, her job was tough, you know, getting just the two of us to come over for Thanksgiving because it was a constant reminder of who was missing. Um, but they really were, they, they really led the celebrations and the parties. But, you know, we did it. And it wasn't always pretty, and there wasn't always a lot of conversation. And there was, I've got to go, I can't stay long. But the truth of the matter is, because we did that, we continued, we realized it, we will always have each other. And we have stuck together for the 40 years, yeah. Um, yeah. which um, for us, I think, was worth telling our own children about, 
that uh, sometimes it's easy to get upset or to walk away or not understand another person's feelings. But at the end of the day, um, everybody here has your back. This is, the, this is your people, your crew, your family is uh, what it's really all about. I think the other story here is the three of us meeting every Thursday for four years. Four and a half years. Yeah, four and a half years. We missed a few, but not many. And Kim and I had talked about definitely because we had these three bins full of documentation and information, and we invited Jim to join us. I think for Jim, um, you know, he was a great addition, but he also appreciated a lot of the things he felt that he missed. You know, at the time of my parents' death, all three of us were in different um, places. places, and so for our brother, I think he said he realized by working with this on the book that he was present at, uh, you know, different activities or whatever, but not really there. And it was his way of dealing was to block things out. He disengaged. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, we feel fortunate. We're all three gray-haired people that have gotten <laughs> together and uh, have really enjoyed. And then when we ended up writing more for the public book, uh, because long overdue, Chris O'Brien, after he helped us put this gorgeous coffee table book together for our family, we were, at that time, we, it was at the end of us finishing that book, and he said, well, I'm going to have people read this book and then tell us what more they need to know. And that's what he did, and one of the things that came back was they wanted to know more about our parents and more about our life growing up. So for the next six months, we ended up writing these stories. And I have to tell that was great, too, because we were sharing some stories that maybe only my brother knew because of what he did with Dad and Kim and I. I so it was a, a really a wonderful process. And, and it was very therapeutic for yeah, all of us. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, you did not miss book club. And I think our family thought we were just really all getting together, together for lunch, lunch because yeah. we couldn't do anything else. And, yeah, so, but we really did do this. Yeah. And it was a three-ring binder for a very long time. Yeah. And so um, we're thankful for Chris O'Brien for putting and making us move beyond what we had initially done. So yeah, and, and it's not always easy to look back and you know to write what you went through. Um, but it was therapeutic. It was good. It uh, um, it was real. It's also a very Chicago story because that's where we grew up. Uh, that's where our parents grew up, and so we experienced with them. You know, so it was kind of fun remembering all the restaurants and the places where we would go growing up. Right. So, um, whatever. It was a good experience. <laughs> well, it's a journey that our audience now can be able to take along as they're reading the book and reflecting on it. Again, everyone, Kim Jockle and Melody Smith, uh, two of the siblings, along with their brother Jim, have written the book Safe Landing, A Family's Journey Following the Crash of American 
Airlines Flight 191. It's available through our friends at Amazon.com. You all can also be able to go over to the website for the publisher, longoverduebooks.com. Again, that's longoverduebooks.com, as you all can go be able to get your own copy there as well. Kim, Melody, thank you so much for the time. I really do appreciate you stopping by the program today, and looking forward to having you back on the show again. Well, we'll we'll come back anytime you'd like to have us, Cyrus. Thank you. We love to talk. Thank you so so much. Yeah. And we uh, we very much appreciate today's conversation. Oh, the pleasure is definitely all mine. Thanks to the two of you, and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing. Take care. <laughs> 